0: God is telling you, obey, obey, obey your father. Yeah. The world. Brother, you need the world. Bow your heads. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. Father, we thank you for every person who is present and shall hear this message, dear Father. Father, we thank you for their diligence to be here, for surely they could have been somewhere else that the world would deem more comfortable and more convenient, but they chose to be in your house. For their diligence, dear Father, I pray right now that you take control of my mind, spirit, mouth, words, my entire body, Let every word that I shall speak be of you, and I pray that you open the hearts, minds, and spirits of the people, that they may receive that which you shall speak unto them. In thy Son, Jesus' name we pray, amen. And it is indeed an honor beyond what you will ever know for me to be here with you upon this auspicious occasion. This is not just an ordinary church, nor an ordinary event for me, simply because this is the church that I grew up in. I attended Wheat Street Baptist Church from as long as I can remember. I went to school here, not just on Sunday and not just in Wednesday Bible study, but I literally went to nursery school here. And the bus would pick me up and bring me here and drop me back home. And I, I remember the days here before corporal punishment was outlaw. <laughs> and I remember having to ball my fists up. And I remember Mrs. Jennings would take a big hard ruler and whack. And she really believed in the biblical verse that said, basically, spare not the rod of correction. (laughs) I remember from so long ago, every Sunday coming and walking upstairs, and I used to sit right up there each service. So this church has a history, a meaning, and a foundation for me. That is beyond what you will ever know. And as I sat there and uh, I watched Mrs. Hicks as she signed, and I said, my goodness, she looks the same (laughs) now. (laughs) And and I'm saying, I'm saying to myself, I'm serious. She looks the same now as she did then. And, you know, there is another profession that has an extremely long lifespan, unusual beyond statistical probability. And that profession is a symphony conductor. And if you ever study, most of all of the symphony conductors live into the upper 80s or 90s. And scientists were trying to understand why did conductors live so long and they determined that perhaps it was because of the exercise that they got as they directed the symphony. And as I was watching Mrs. Hicks, I saw virtually the now I can't sign, but, but I saw virtually the same movements that a symphony conductor uses. And she has been faithful to that position all through these years. And sometimes you never know that because of your faithfulness to a called position of God, you don't know what this thing does for your body and what this thing does for your spirit. And yes, you may be helping the people by helping them to understand the word of God, but you don't understand, but by that very movement, you are adding life and strength, and years and vitality to your body just because you are being obedient unto the calling of God. I am honored to be here on the same dias with Dr. Michael Harris, a man who has been faithful unto you. You're coming up on his 20th anniversary. And you know, it takes something to endure, because I know that Wheat Street Church is not the easiest church to run. I'm just going to be straight with you. I know that he has endured some attitudes. I'm just being honest about it. I know that he has had some rebellion. I know that he has had some folk who did not want to do what the program called for. I know that he has had some stubborn, now this is a very moderate, this is a very minimal amount, a very minuscule number of people and none of those people are here tonight. But I know that during these past 20 years that sometimes he has had to go in his presence closet and say, help me, Holy Ghost. So I know. And I am just honored to be here in the pulpit of my youth, where Dr. William Holmes Borders was my spiritual father. And as I prayed for the message to bring you here on this occasion, first of all, I want to let you know this is not a recycled message. It's not one that I have preached before. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes it's good to bring a message that you've already tested. You know it works. You, you know the people will hoop and holler over it and they haven't heard it. So there's nothing wrong with that in in normal, modern and traditional and practical wisdom. It's the best thing to do. Sometimes it's just not a good idea to go somewhere where something is untested and untried. You you take your best. You understand? So that's that's a good principle and that's a good philosophy to follow. But 95 percent of the time, God will not allow me to do that. I have to pray and I have to ask God, Lord, what do I tell the people? And 95% of the time is something that I haven't told the folk before, at least not in that same manner. So this is not a recycled. It is not a dusted off. It's not polished up and just rephrased for you. This is fresh manner, and it is a direct word that God wants you to know upon this day. And as I... Prayed And I asked God, Lord, what do I tell the people? He spoke to me three words. And as I was sitting in our last Thursday service, my brother, my youngest brother, James, brought the scripture. And as he read the scripture, it instantly reverated within my spirit. And echoed what God had spoken. And that's the same scripture that was read here upon this occasion. Proverbs chapter 4 verses 20 through 22. And basically just to paraphrase what the verses say. It says, my son, attend unto my words. Basically it says this, listen to what I say. Take the stuff that I am telling you seriously. Keep it in front of you in life. Heed it. Let it sink down into your core. And if you do this thing, if you listen to what I tell you, it shall bring you life. It shall bring you health. It will lead, God protect, and prosper you. Throughout the rest of your life, if you just listen, my son, to what I tell you. And I speak to you on this day from the words that God spoke to me to bring unto this house upon this day. He simply told me to tell you, obey your father. Now, that word may have different meanings to different people. But he said to tell you to obey your father. And if you look through the dictionary, there are ten primary definitions of the word father. A man who begets or raises or nurtures a child. A main ancestor. A man who creates, originates Or found something. An early form, a prototype. Father, God. The first person in the Christian trinity. An elderly or venerable man. Used as a title of respect. Or a church father. A priest or clergyman in the church. Used as a title and form of an address. Without the clergyman's name. To create, to found, or to originate, Father. All of us here, we have an earthly father. All of us here, we have a heavenly father. And all of us here in Dr. Michael Harris, we have a spiritual father and leader. And I'm here today to tell you to obey your father. with some of us, our earthly father has transcended this lifetime. And even though my earthly father has left in the physical, I still attend under his words. They still echo within me. I, I have my oldest son with me here tonight and I, I told him, I told my wife, I said, look, I want my son to go with me tonight tonight. As I speak, and she said, well, he's outside playing with his ATV. That's a little motorcycle, an all-terrain vehicle. And I knew when she told me that, that he was not going to be too thrilled (laughs) to get off of his ATV to come to church. But I thought back, and I attended to the words of my earthly father my father used to tell me son get ready i want you to go with me to church All right. we had church here in wheat street baptist church the weekday bible study was on wednesday night this right. very night yes, sir. and people i am going to be honest with you it was not just many of those nights It was most of those nights. I didn't want to go. But I attended to the words of my father. I was a young man about the same age as my son, and I did not want to go. It took me years to understand and to appreciate the words, the instructions, and the wisdom of my father. My son attended... Unto my words. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I sat in that upper pew area and I listened to the words of my spiritual father, Dr. William Holmes Borders. And I heard Dr. Borders speak so many words that still are alive in me in this day. My son, attend. Under my words, I I hear now the voice of my heavenly father. And when I do what my heavenly father instructs me to do, though I may not understand it at times, though I may not want to do it at times, though it gets laborious at times, though it gets dull at times, though I weary at it at times, when I attend unto the words of my father's, my life. Is so much better. The first commandment with promise: uh-huh. Honor thy father yes, and thy mother, yes. that the days. Yes, and see, people, I don't want just long days. We, we were back in the in the office talking before, and 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 one of the associate pastors told me that. I'm not that interested in living a long time because I don't want to be all crippled and crazy. And I understood that. Honor thy mother and thy father that the days shall be long. And, and when you do what mama and daddy says, not, not only are the days long... But they are full of life because I don't want to be crippled and crazy in, in the old days. But when you honor, yeah. Thy father and thy mother, Th- thy days will be long and thy days will be peaceful and thy-, thy days will go a lot smoother if you just listen to what daddy tells you to do. See, see, there are times coming from this pulpit and Dr. Harris is daddy and daddy will tell you to do some things if you just listen to what daddy tells you to do. Life will go a whole lot better. I know a lot of times as we do marriage counseling and, and by the time a marriage gets to me, it's, it's really in some serious trouble. And, and a lot of times I will ask the couples one simple but yet very profound question. And I will ask them, I said, what did your parents say about this marriage before you got married? And in the vast majority of cases. In the vast majority of cases, Daddy told them. I don't think this is a good idea. Daddy told them, this is not the one for you. Daddy told them. And if you obey your father, some of you would not be in the mess that you're in right now if you had obeyed your earthly your spiritual and your natural father. Obey your father. I I understand why God called the Israelites the children of Israel. There's something about children who don't want to obey their father. The modern world gives us the sprite motto. You all know what that is. You all have seen the commercials, which tells you to obey your thirst. Thirst is a fleshly drive, like hunger, and, it, and the the world tells you obey what your flesh desires. Not to obey your Father, not to obey wisdom, but to obey your thirst. Look, look, do what you are hungry for. And, and we end up with some thirsts that are all out of whack. We, we end up thirsting and hungering for in our flesh. We end up thirsting for power. We end up thirsting for prestige. Dr. Harris, you wouldn't have had some of the issues that you have had. And and look, he hadn't told me about any issues, I just know. He hadn't spoken a word but good things about all of the folk at Wheat Street, but I just know. You would not have had some of the issues that you've dealt with through these 20 years if some of the folk were not thirsting for power, if they weren't thirsting. For prestige, if they weren't thirsty for position, and and the world has told us obey your thirst, and God is telling you to obey your father. And if we obey our thirst, what the flesh desires, we're gonna end up in all kinds of trouble. But but man has traditionally obeyed his thirst. His hunger God, even with the children of Israel, when He brought them out, he fed them manna. Yes, yes. While they ate the manna, the Bible says none of them got sick. Their clothes never wore, out. none of them died. He kept them in perfect health. But the problem, and God says, "Look, I'm going to give you this manna. You gather it for six days, and on the seventh, you rest. Do you think? The children listened to the father. They gathered six days and then went on and gathered on the seventh and it got it got worms in it because God told them, don't you gather this stuff and don't you. I'm going to send you fresh man every day. But the children just wouldn't listen. He fed them the manner that kept them healthy. Never got sick, didn't have to worry about catching the flu, never got sick. But the children said, look, we are thirsty. I want some fried chicken. I'm I'm tired of this manna. I I, I, I want some ribs. I'm, I'm tired of this manna. I want some cornbread dressing. I want some yams and I want some collard greens and corn and black-eyed peas. I'm tired of this dressing. I'm tired of this manner. And God sent them quail. Now, quail is just a fancy chicken. Some of you all I know, you've never had quail, you don't eat quail. Quail is nothing but a fowl, it's nothing but a fancy chicken. God sent us some chicken. He told them what to eat, He gave them all of the stuff, and still they murmured, they complained, and God sent them some chicken, and God says while the meat was still in their teeth, before they could even swallow it. See, God is trying to tell you right now, Obey your daddy. Obey your father. Sometimes it may not be what you want, but there used to be a television show of ancient times called Father Knows Best. Dr. Harris from this position can see some things that you cannot see. There is a reason why the pulpit is elevated. It allows a broader perspective of things. See, you can only see the immediate of where you are. You you can't see that much in front. You can't see what's behind you. But from here, Dr. Harris can see. You can't see what's upstairs. Dr. Harris can see what's upstairs. He can see what's downstairs. He can see what's up front. He can see what's in the back. But sometimes we can only see to the limit of our Thirst and hunger. And God is telling you, obey, obey, obey your father. We just had a monumental flood. Now I pastor a church called the Ark. And we just had a flood that was the biggest flood in the history of Atlanta. That flood began on the biblical new year. And I think God is trying to tell us something. See, see the flood brought both blessing and cursing, but it only brought blessing to those who had been obedient to the Father. Everybody who had been disobedient to the Father, when the flood came, they all perished. And everybody who had been obedient to the daddy, they were safely locked up in the ark. And when the rains came and they came and knocked on the door, God told him, you know, if Noah Jesus. Noah went into the ark and said, and God shut the door. See, see, there's some things when you're not obedient to the Father, God will shut you out of. And you don't understand why some doors in your life are not opening. When you are not obedient to the Father, some stuff will get locked up, sealed up with. You know how it is sometimes in the higher crime area when folk got by four or five locks on the door? That's the way God can shut you out of some blessings because you have not been obedient. And that door is locked up with four or five locks and welded around the seams. And you cannot get it open and you will not get it open until you obey your Father. God looked into the hearts of men and only found one righteous. And the Bible says that Noah found grace. You see Daddy can give you grace. Dr. Harris knows that you're not all perfect, but but he's a man filled with love and grace, but even Daddy gets tired. God is a God of mercy. God is a God of forgiveness. But daddy gets tired sometimes. And God, when God gets tired, you don't want to be on the wrong side when God gets tired. (laughs) There is a blessing that flows from heaven when you obey your father, Jesus. Jesus said, I can do nothing. As powerful as Jesus was, he said, I can do nothing that I don't see my father do. I am here for the will of my father. There were some things that Jesus didn't want to do. Jesus didn't want to die on that cross. In that garden, Jesus said, Lord, if there's any way you can take this bitter cup from me, if there's any way. Jesus didn't want to be flayed and nailed and hung on that cross. No, he said, look, if there is another way, if there's any other way, Lord, if they can just chop a finger off, can you do it that way? I'm sure Jesus had some conversations with his daddy about that. Lord, if, if I can just take a little bitty, can I can I do it that way? But God says, son, you got to go through the whole thing. Because Jesus was down here in the flesh and he couldn't see 2,000 years in the future. Jesus may not have known that you and you and you today would need that sacrifice, but Father knew best. But Jesus knew. Enough to say, not my will. Because I don't want to do this. Not my will, but thy will be done. You have got to get to a point in life and in obedience to where you can say, not my will, but thy will be done. To your earthly father. To your spiritual father and to your heavenly father. Obey your father. Obey your father. Obey your father. And that's the words or the three words that God sent me here today Mm -hmm. to breathe into your life. There may be different levels upon which this is true, but I have no question nor doubt that this is for this place right now. Obey your father. I'm hearing God speak now and simply saying this. There are many of you sitting here right now and instantly through your mind are other people in this church who need to hear this message. Instantly, right now, with a lot of you, right now, it's running through your mind. Right now, there are other people in this church who need to hear this message. I don't, Dr. Harris, is this recorded? (laughs) If it's not, I have a recorder on, so I've got it recorded. I'm going to send it back to you, and I just want you to make it available And and listen, this is this. I I don't want you to I I don't want you to make it available to the general congregation. I want you to make it available to the people who are here right now. And and those of you who are here right now, I want you to bless the very people who you have in mind right now with it. And it will bless you because now see, this is what's going through some of your minds. I don't want to do that. <laughs> see, this is what, that, that's why, that's why the word has to come to obey your father. What's going through your mind right I, I don't want to do that. They, they may get offended at me. You know how many people Jesus offended? Every one of the prophets. See, when a prophetic word of God comes, sometimes it, it is a little rough. I I wouldn't have wanted to be a prophet of old because most of them got killed as well as all of the disciples except for John. And the only reason they didn't kill him because he was way off on an island they couldn't get to him. (laughs) So when the true word of God comes, oftentimes it is uncomfortable. But if you hear God impressing upon your spirit right now, yes, what he's saying is true. Yes, I know who else in this house needs to hear this message God is telling you right now, get it from Dr. Harris and give it to him. If you have to pay for it, pay for it. Don't worry, it'll be a seed. It'll come back to you blessed and multiplied. And I just pray that as this word soaks in, that you open the door to your heart. And as you open the door to your heart, to his word and to his instruction, life and health and peace and prosperity shall flow unto you. Obey your Father. God bless you. Amen. Um, One of the first things I'd like to know if I could get real quick, if I could get the total of my love offering. And the reason is, As I sat there, I heard God simply speak. Whatever they give you tonight, I want you to double it and give it all to Dr. Harris. So God will speak some things to you. And I I saw Dr. Harris go down and put something in. And oftentimes you don't realize that what you put in is headed back, multiplied to you. If we just obey our Father, the blessings that he has in store for us is beyond our comprehension. I thank all of you for coming out tonight and the love that you've given the Bronner family through the years. We owe a debt to this church that we can never truly repay. So we're just honored and privileged just to have just a small part in your celebration, um, I was as I as I heard my biography being read, and that I became senior pastor in '99. It made me realize this is my 10th anniversary as pastor. But I, I feel that uh, I'm still only half the man of Dr. Harris. So, <laughs> so indeed, I, I just thank all of you for the warmth. I want to thank the Ark of Salvation Choir for coming out and. And, and blessing us with, oh, they are they are so anointed with music. It's just, they're, it's, they're the archangels, and truly they have an angelic voice. I want to thank my brother and my mother for joining us tonight. And uh, it's just, you know, there's nothing like to support a mama. So we, I definitely, without question, appreciate her. Uh, these are, this is the words for Healing CD. And... Dr. Harris mentioned that he thought I was going to preach on uh, health. And I don't preach that much on it, but somehow when I do say stuff about it, it sticks with people. This is a CD that was produced a couple of years ago for our God Heals session. And the CD actually has, it's, it's sold in countries around the world. We have so many testimonies on it, it's just unreal. But it imparts a spirit of peace and healing. I can guarantee you, if you don't need it now, you will. If you ever have a sleepless night and you put this CD on, it brings a peace over your spirit. I'm not allowed to give them away. It's one thing God told me, don't give them away. And, and I told Dr. Harris, I said, whatever honorarium I get, what I would do, I would exchange that for the CDs. I, I really want you to be blessed with this CD, but I can't give it to you. It's $10, but I can give it as an honorarium to Dr. Harris. And he said, we don't have a bookstore. Y'all just got to figure that out. <laughs> so, 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 so just figure it out. I know, I think that you bring some with, so just, just leave them here and however you need to get them distributed, just get them distributed. It, it will truly bless you. I wanna, and I want that money. It's $10, but I want every dime of that money to go to that anniversary. So, so it blesses you in, in a multiple way, but I, I guarantee you, if you get this CD and if you listen to this CD, it brings healing, peace, and health under your body. Well, are we ready to this this? Amen. Well, stand to your feet and just hold hands with the person who is next to you. We are one. We are one in the Spirit. Are one. hallelujah hallelujah we are one in the spirit we are one dear heavenly father we just thank you for your word that has been brought forth on this day Father, I just pray that the anointing on this church and these people shall continue to grow, shall continue to blossom. And Father, I pray now that the second 20 years shall even be more glorious than the first. Father, I pray continued health over the leader of this house, dear Father. I pray that you bless his body. I pray that you bless him from the tip of his head to the bottom of his toe dear father i pray that every single cell of his body you shall increase energy and vitality and life and health and in his mind and in his spirit you shall give him even greater revelation dear father and the power to bring forth your word so that he can empower the people as you empower him father in thy son jesus name we pray amen Amen. You are listening to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com to hear other messages or to send this message number 5448 to a friend. Simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This was the revival message at Wheat Street Baptist Church in Atlanta, Georgia. This message is number 5448. That's 5448. The title of this message is Obey Your Father by Nathaniel Bronner. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.